0: I'm on a topic? They ain't even fit to step in Shaq's arena. I look inside your mind and I see your trip to In your eyes, why are you surprised? No matter how you try, not fly as Eloquias, the new edition. Is this the end of your last night? In the daytime, you couldn't see me with a flashlight. I crash flights on sights of my enemy. I'm coming through and then i bomb your whole vicinity. Why that act and fake and chat? You're not a friend to me. I peeped your card. You're not as hard as you pretend to be want to spark it with the chocolate macadamia head clean to the cranium you know the name shack aim to maintain money on the brain can't stop the rain
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Three Man Weave I am Christopher Platt, as always I'm joined by the Commissioner PC Tunney and Mr. Ray Cash And ladies and gentlemen, I I don't know how many of you all were familiar with this But uh, Amber, my significant other, and myself, we recently had came down with COVID And we're good now, everything's good, we've recovered, We're, we're doing okay But uh, the the lady that we we believe we caught it from which is Amber's mother's mother-in-law and I know that sounds very convoluted but I don't really know how else to say it but literally right before we got on these airwaves to record this show we found out that she actually transitioned and passed away due to complications from COVID and I mean... You know, I, I'm I've, I've I've said it quite a bit, and I I do believe that some of the hoopla and everything and the hysteria that has uh you know come from this whole COVID situation, I think that the media is hyping it up a little bit, but at the same point in time, there are people out here that are passing away from this thing, and I understand the mask thing. It's it's very uncomfortable and it's an inconvenience to our way of life but at the same point in time the mask isn't for you the mask is for other people and you don't know we don't know how people are going to react when they get this you don't know if you got it if you don't have it all i'm saying is just be a goddamn decent human being and wear the fucking mask because you don't know whose life you're saving you might be saving somebody's mother somebody's child somebody's grandmother somebody's aunt somebody's dad like you just literally don't know just put on the goddamn mask okay can we do that and just, just very quickly now I don't think either of my brothers would object to this but we're gonna dedicate today's three man weave to the memory of that woman and if you all don't mind if we could just have a brief moment of silence to the loving memory of Geraldine White Rest in power, Geraldine. You were always a beautiful woman, and you were always good to me. And you didn't have to die, and that's unfortunate. But rest in power. Rest in power. All right, moving right along here, ladies and gentlemen. Three Man Weave is brought to you by the good folks at ChairShot Radio Network in conjunction with...
0: TheChairShot.com
1: and use your heads, ladies and gentlemen, and think about it. The holidays are upon us. You have a wrestling fan in your life. You're thinking about, well, what am I going to get Cousin Cletus? What am I going to get Uncle Fester? What am I going to get Cousin Juniors and June bug for Christmas? I don't know. You know what? I do. Why don't you get them something from their favorite website with news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude by going to prowrestlingteescom forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot T-shirt. We've got something for everybody. We got G's did the job. Reason for the season: Save Tag Team Wrestling. The defunct campaign of Platinum Blast. Platinum Blast 2020, 2024 is right around the corner. Don't rule it out. Don't rule it out. But either way. If you enjoy the content we provide day in and day out, make sure we can keep providing that content day in and day out by going to purbusantees.com forward slash the chair shot. Please and thank you, thank you, and please keep in mind the chairshot.com. We're not just a website, folks. We're also a movement. Gentlemen, I've already denounced you. How's everybody feeling this afternoon? On the precipice, if you will, of Thanksgiving. If you will listen, Ray
2: is going to come on here and tell you a sad story about how his team lost. But if you think about it, I had I had horrible losses on Saturday and Sunday. So get over it. We're talking about
0: it, all right? Well, well, if I, if if I may, if I may. First and <laughs> foremost, rest in peace to Miss Geraldine. That was a very touching opening. Yeah, my condolences. Um, secondly, um, you know, there, Cletus and and Fester <laughs> and Junebug. Cletus the football robot? Am I showing my age? Just I show a little my bit. Age? Just a little bit. And you're so showing sure <laughs> your age and like the region of the country you're from. <laughs> Thirdly and finally, I think as his brothers in the show, out of respect for Miss Geraldine, we should skip the football talk. Like, she wouldn't want us to talk about it. <laughs>
2: Ray, Ray, wait! no, 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 I got this. Ray, first of all, I already read you your schedule before we started this show, okay? My Badgers were favored by more than a touchdown and lost by 10 points because they turned the ball over five times. My Packers were up 14 in the first half at the end of the first half, turned the ball over four times, and lost by three in overtime. So now, even more so now, to talk about I'm this. I'm not shit. done yet. I'm not done yet because I got to tell you, <laughs> for you looking so sad and being miserable, there's no why? You got the Steelers next. You're coming off of a loss. It's a short week. Who knows what's going to happen? The two major things in the NFL right now the Ravens are shutting things down because of COVID, and Joe Burrow has structural issues, ACL and MCL tears in his knee. So whether or not he can come back, that's not 100%. But as far as the Ravens are concerned, yes, you're on the outside looking in as far as the playoffs go currently, but you got the Steelers for Thanksgiving and then you get a nice break, you know. You come back with the Cowboys and then the Browns and then the Jaguars and then the Giants and then the Bengals. You have the easiest schedule left in professional football, Mr. Ray Cash.
0: You're right. However, we're still behind that man's team. And, like, we might as well be Owen 0 0 11 right now at this point. And,
1: and my name is Pitt, and you ain't talking your ass out of this shit, okay? So, number one, the real Browns oh, coming gosh. off a win against division leader Philadelphia. We literally oh, just that, beat a division leader.
2: Yes, yeah, the NFC least division leader. No
1: one's. Uh, one's... Are they the division leaders or are they not, Sonny? That's the type of
0: wins that Browns fans call. That's the type of take.
1: Is Philly leading their division or not, sir? Yes or no?
2: Nobody in the division is better than three games under 500. Okay, but who's winning the division?
0: (laughs) Semantics ass.
2: Who's winning the division? Because of a tie, the Eagles are. (laughs) No, no,
0: no, not
1: because of shit. Who's winning the division? God damn it. Because of a tie. Say Say it not because of a tie they're winning the division do you know, the do, you browns know do you want to know the kind of argument
2: you you want to know the kind of argument you you tend to put put out when we talk about the browns do you want to know what type of argument it is go on it's the argument of a team that's actually not a very good team
0: because, yeah, exactly so because let's so com- damn
2: talking the first because place. when you complete only 12 passes a game and Kareem hunt gets 13 yards on 11 carries When you play big boy competition and you guys have had and you don't come through in those games i'm not saying that you're not going to get your chance in the playoffs this year and i'm not saying i'm happy for you and for your team because i like a lot of the players on that team but if you think that you're in the upper echelon of of the afc you're not
1: oh the browns are trash man when have i ever said anything (laughs) different than that I'm enjoying this right now because the real Browns currently have a better record than the fake Browns. And I agree with everything that you told Ray previously to when I started talking. I mean, I kind of feel like Thursday's game is a must win versus Pittsburgh because then you fall to six and five and then you would have to run the table, which I mean, considering that schedule, it's not outside the realm of possibility, but it would behoove you all, which means it would be in your best interest to win that game on Thursday. Now, keep in mind the browns again we're seven and three right the browns are seven to three look at our remaining schedule i know uh tony you said that the ravens have the the easiest remaining schedule but let's let's are you gonna run through it or do you want i i got it i can do it i got it okay go for
2: it so go you're at it. you're at the jaguars that should be a win mm-hmm. you have to right. go to you have to go to tennessee that's gonna be a tough game Mm-hmm. you gotta you got baltimore at home that's another tough game but then you got which
1: which all of a sudden looks up like <clears throat> looks like a toss up cuz I was you, just no, a, but then no. you spend
2: but then you Whoa. spend but then you spend 8 days in New York and you get both New York teams back to back so there's two more wins so you're at so you're at that's 10 right there Jaguars Jets and Giants you guys should win at least 10 games you do finish with the Steelers but the Steelers likely to lose a game along the way probably 14 and 1 at that point secured number 1 seed and not really playing for anything that's my prediction for the Steelers down the road and for you guys so yes. Ten to twelve games for you guys. I see you winning.
1: You literally just stole my entire thunder, man. Because I had this whole soliloquy that I was going to come on here and say that I've been working on since yesterday, and you just literally said everything I was going to say. The it's not inconceivable that the Browns could mess around and win ten and eleven games.
0: I don't want to live in that world, bro. Like this is not. I'm not comfortable. (laughs) Being a part of this society where the Browns win 10, 11 games, and they are more successful, they're not better, but more successful than the Ravens. So the 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 records uh, <clears throat> screams
1: otherwise as of right now, sir.
0: You know? Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. You are the outside looking in. Yeah. We're there. Right?
0: Thank so, you for that. So Thank you for
1: that. Buffalo Thank is
2: you. handily in charge of their division. Um, well, they got a game lead over Miami, so they're not, the leaders yeah, there. Yeah, not handled. No, no, no. I'm just I'm getting to a point here. The Colts are now in the lead in their division, but they're tied with the Titans. I'm sure they play a game. So you have those teams. The Raiders are six and four. The Dolphins are six and four. That's how crowded it is. There are nine teams that are above five hundred. Three of them six and four. Four of them seven and three. This is what I want to talk about, though. Here's the Chiefs' remaining schedule. They're a game behind the Steelers, right? Let's start with the Chiefs' schedule and see how many games we think they can win and whether or not they can pass the Steelers and see how many games the, the Steelers possibly lose. The Chiefs play the Buccaneers Sunday in Tampa.
0: Mm-hmm. Big game.
2: Then they got, they sh- There's no reason they would lose to the Broncos or the Dolphins. They do have to go to New Orleans as well. And there's no reason they should lose to the Falcons or the Chargers. So, maybe they lose one more game. Maybe they don't.
1: I don't believe in Tampa in Tampa Bay or the Saints, but I could see the Chiefs dropping one of those games.
0: I can see the Chiefs dropping one, possibly, but I think we're not giving it up respect to um, either the Saints or Tampa Bay, and the Chargers played them hard every time they played. The Remember the last game. time that's, they played? Yeah.
1: division game. That's uh, that's right rather. I mean, frankly, Shit, the Chargers should probably be about what eight and two right now if we keep it in a bucket a half. Every year, every
0: yeah. year every they year. lose yeah. every game yeah. less than six points. Yeah,
1: and I thought it was Philip, but no, it's just maybe that team is just cursed for whatever reason. It
0: is.
2: Hey, the Colts are the playing. Franchise. The Colts are playing well, and we'll get to their big win when we flip it over to the NFC side. But here's the Steelers' remaining schedule. They're on pretty much in every other, and you'll get what I mean when I tell you the schedule. They got the Ravens, which we already talked about. Then they come home and play the Washington football team. Then the next week they have to go to Buffalo. Then they get to come home and play the Bengals. Then the next week they have the Colts. And then, depending on where they're at, the Browns game, whether or not that means anything, they do have to go to Cleveland. So the Steelers don't have the easiest schedule, I would say. They have probably one of the harder schedules out of the teams we've talked about schedule-wise.
0: But you, you said something... Earlier, before we started recording, that made a lot of sense to me. Are they going to shut it down after a certain point? Because they might not need to win all those games. And you know, they have an aging quarterback with a messed up arm. And that might has a be lot to do. Them.
2: That has a lot to do with what Kansas City does with their schedule as well. I mean, those are the two teams that one and zero, right? Those are the two teams that are going to finish with one or two losses, but likely maybe three at the most.
0: The rest of them are already there. Oh, I just thought about something. This year is only one bye, so they might have to play the whole season. That's seasons. what I was talking about. I mean, that one seed is huge.
2: Those two teams going after it. That's why when we get to the NFC yep. side, it's even more mucky. It's like kind of like the, it's kind of like the wild card situation is uh, adjacent to the number one seed
1: in the the NFC. If you want to talk about it that way.
2: What are you guys' last thoughts on the it, AFC? Well-
1: well, the thing about the NFC is I think that all their teams are pretty much set. We pretty much know who's gonna be in the playoffs from the NFC. It's just a matter of seeding. Now with the AFC, I think that we can all come to the consensus that Pittsburgh and Kansas City, they're the the class of the AFC, right? They're gonna sure. be one and two in some configuration. So then you go back down to that next tier. So we've got Buffalo and Miami. We've but got Buffalo uh,
0: set. You can throw Buffalo in there. Buffalo may not be in the top tier, but Buffalo is easily going to be the three seed regardless of what happens. Okay. So, okay. Let's, let's say that then Buffalo is going to be the third seed. Okay. Three
1: or four. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's, cause
1: I was going to say Buffalo or Miami, and then I was going to throw the Colts and the, um and uh, Tennessee in there, you know, two of those teams are going to uh, get two of those playoff spots because somebody has got to win those divisions. So sure. then that leaves, that's four seeds right there. So then that leaves three prospects for Cleveland, the teams that I named that you know aren't going to win that division, you throw Baltimore in there, you throw the Raiders in there.
0: Three spots for five teams, basically, yeah.
1: Three's and and maybe would you throw the Patriots in there, or no. are they? Is That's it's done, a wrap for them? It's good
0: okay. for them, yeah. Okay, okay. I, I think unless okay. all, the Patriots unless are teams two teams are tanking.
2: The Patriots are two games behind three teams that are six and four, and those three teams that are six and four are all tied for the last playoff berth. If you break it down, you get the four division winners. The best one gets the buy, and then there's three more wild cards that play the other three division winners. You end up with four teams in the second round.
1: And if I'm the Browns, I would love to get that five or six seed because, okay, the top two seeds are going to be Pittsburgh and Kansas City, and, and nobody wants to be the seventh seed because if you go to one of those teams, it's Scrap City. But if the Bills are going to get three and the Browns conceivably get six, that's a winnable game. Okay. I, PC, I know you believe in Josh Allen a lot more than I do. Bray, uh, I don't know how you feel about him. But I'm just saying, it's Buffalo in January. It's going to be cold. It's probably going to be snowing. And with the Browns, a team that runs the ball very well, and the defense has been playing better. Granted, I mean, they, they the last three games they've played Oakland, um, Philly, and who's the other team they beat? Not, not either way. It doesn't matter. Just, not exactly a murderer's row. I'm just saying that that all of a sudden in Buffalo, in the wild card, that becomes a winnable game because of the way that the Browns can run the football. I'm I not just, saying. I'm just saying.
2: I just want to tell you about Buffalo. If you if you're wishing for Buffalo, be careful what you wish for. Uh, they have three losses. One of them is by two points to the Cardinals by that awesome, unbelievable pass from Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, they might be eight and two if it wasn't for like. You know, the the Hale-Murray, they're calling it. They played a tough game against Kansas City and lost by less than 10 to them. They did have a bad loss at Tennessee, but they have wins over Miami, the Rams, the Raiders, the Patriots, and the Seahawks
1: that's great but it's still josh allen in the playoffs and he's I, i'll believe it when i see it and that's and coming Brown, from and that's like bills. yes well, exactly not, i mean you well, can't, they're you're... not gonna let him throw the ball They're oh, gonna let josh throw
2: the ball. God, like, you're like, gonna have to throw the ball against singletary buffalo buffalo scores
1: would you would you take devin singletary over over nick chubb or kareem Hunt? i would take the Buffalo Bills at home over the cleveland browns how's that for you who gives a shit about well, the what In a weather game when it's going to be cold it's going to be snowing and well, the Buffalo's elements are going to I'm,
2: i am i am
1: so i Cleveland.
2: i am basically 40 years old and have watched the nfl consistently since brett Favre became a starter back in 1992 or three if my, my memory serves me correctly i know what the weather's like in buffalo i fucking live in southeast wisconsin i am two hours south of green bay
1: Okay, but you've had twenty years of Hall of Fame shit, twenty-five years of Hall of Fame quarterback play. You don't know what these mid-level ass quarterback games are about. I'm just and saying. As much as I look right, Be careful. To admit, you know Flacco was mid. Like
0: you, we we know what that mid game is about. Be careful but what sir, you wish
2: for is all I'm saying.
0: Sir, to a Baltimore Ravens fan, Joe Flacco is elite. You can't tell me otherwise. Flacco, yeah, he's he's tearing it up in uh, New York right now, ain't he? Well, he's the only reason they got that. Well, did they win that? Whatever. He's the only reason they've been playing better.
1: Okay, well, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not talking about the Jets.
0: Or so the okay? NFC.
2: So the NFC playoff picture. <laughs> the,
0: the, the final. The final. The final thing I want to say is to to Platt's point, the teams that are that you might think you might be able to sneak a win on if you're one of the lower wildcard teams is the Bills but definitely the Colts are beatable. The Colts are absolutely beatable, especially Philip Rivers in a, in the 18th week of the season, that's a winnable game. So like I that- just wanted to point that out. That's a great transition because the Browns
1: actually beat the Colts this year, which is something that I can't say for not the
0: transition I was looking for, but okay. No, that's perfect because that's, because that's where we should start.
2: Because if the Packers would have won that game, they'd still be the number one seed. They'd be tied with the saints who they beat. That's probably, you know, if you look at it to me, you have to look at all this stuff by like remaining schedule and quality wins, what they've done in the past and who they're going to play in the future. To me, it's a lot like forecasting a college football playoff on, thinking about who's going to end up where and, and what it's going to be the packers that's a game they should have won they're up 28 14 at halftime they turn the ball over four times one of them is a defensive touchdown i give props to the defense holding the colts to 24 points with the packers giving them four turnovers right i mean you take away the 31 right there or or, or 20 27 they had 34 in the overtime but i mean they had a chance to win it they didn't have to kick a field goal they could have tried they could have got a touchdown to to win it in regulation and they had a chance to win it in overtime they won the coin toss so you know the turnovers have killed the packers they lost when they've turned the ball over and that's because of the game against you can see against the Buccaneers and then they ran into Delvin Cook against Minnesota that's a tough game for anybody when you have a team that's very solid underachieving but it's also your division rival you guys know what I'm talking about you can easily lose those games whether or not that team's over 500 so yeah, I mean so, the Packers stepped on their my, toe, and then just to add it real quick, in because I said about it, so did the Vikings losing to Dallas. They could have been five and five and one game back instead. Now they're four and six with six yeah. games to go. It's really hard to keep coming back from stuff like that. So both the Packers and the Vikings, you know, stepped on
0: their dicks. My question for you, Tony, as a Packers fan, is: one, yeah. does that concern you going into the playoffs? And two, who do you attribute that to? Is that more Aaron Rodgers or more the floor?
2: You know, it's funny because Aaron Rodgers' Super Bowl, we were a wild card and they ran it through. Um, that team right. that team had Donald Driver and Charles Woodson. And I want to tell you, that is means a ton because those guys both got hurt in the Super Bowl, but they played really well that entire year. And to have veterans like that, I, I don't know of who they have on each side of the ball that I would really say is that person for them. I don't feel like it's a year they're going to win the Super Bowl. I feel like it's a year they could be in the super bowl i feel like it's year they could win the super bowl i don't think they're going to um but it's too bad they're they keep losing the things and they have to, still have to play better teams they have to play the bears twice which is they're not great but it's no picnic they got the titans as well so you know winnable this, winnable games no this this wasn't dominant a team in the in the mm-hmm. i guess it's Taysom hill and the saints huh let's talk about that like I, I, yeah, and, I got to and start him at tight. I got to start him at tight end in my ESPN fantasy football league. Jeez, me
0: too. Christ. It was fantastic. Twenty-seven but my points gave me nothing.
2: Yeah, that's the same thing happened to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, that's the weird thing about the NFC, man. There's every team has a fatal flaw. You know what I mean? I, I, I mean, yeah, Yeah, like I, you know, uh, Green Bay. I think Green Bay is good, but I also think that they're schizophrenic. So it depends on you know what team is going to show up. Obviously, you know, I don't believe in Tampa Bay. They've played well. The defense is coming around. They've cut down on some of their, you know, costly mistakes. But at the same point in time, if you pressure Tom, he's going to fold like a cheap napkin. The Saints. Yeah. Drew Brees. I didn't I didn't believe in Drew Brees. Obviously, they had a good game with Taysom Hill starting, which I don't believe that. I think the main thing is that they would have to change their offense so much for Jameis. He's not a dink and dunk guy. That's why uh, Teddy Two Gloves and Drew Brees they they operate in that offense so well because it's very dink and dunk. Yeah, you know, West if,
0: Coast. West Coast yeah, always, yeah,
1: it's it's very West Coast. And if you throw James in there, man, you're gonna have to stretch out the field a little bit because he likes to throw air-raid. it downhill. He's an air raid guy. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll we'll see how well that goes. Starting Taysom Hill. Who else we got? Seattle, their defense is Hold trash, on. and yeah. they I want I
2: wanna just catch you with some stats from Taysom Hill though. That might surprise you, right? Ten carries for 51 yards does not surprise you. And I think that's something no. that Taysom Hill is more likely to give you than J- Jameis Winston at this point in his career, just to be honest with you. I'm not saying Jameis Winston well, isn't better than no. at least 12 of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now, all right? He's well, Jameis was, top 25 James was never a runner. No, yeah. but
1: I'm just saying, this is Taysom yeah.
2: Hill's positives. This is why he's out there. He's been in the system no, but forever yeah, James as well. was
1: never a runner, man. He's a statue in the pocket.
2: But he was 18 of 23. Mm -hmm. for 233 Mm -hmm. yards that's 10 yards 10 yards and attempt. so that's that's pretty good as a passer um
1: let's see so he threw the ball 10 yards good for him
2: but he he had completions all drags and slants he had completions of 44 25 and and 23 and 19 yards so he had you know he had four
0: completions of 20 yards basically my my main concern for him starting wasn't how many yards he had how many touchdowns he threw but could he be efficient he proved he could be efficient Mm -hmm. The next question is, now that they have tape on him, because he's only thrown, like, four passes in the game at one point, now that they have tape on him, now that they know what what is going to be the game plan offensively for the Saints with him as quarterback, will he still be able to be efficient? That's my only concern with Taysom Hill, because he, he wasn't efficient in college. He's never really been a guy you thought of as an efficient passer. So can he can he be 65% passer? from the pocket because you know he's going to roll out you know he's going to have some bootlegs you know he's going to he had two rushing touchdowns that's what he's going to do but we're not talking about the red zone we're talking about the 80 yards in between 60 yards in between And I don't
1: understand why they started him. But at the same time, I do understand why they started him because he's been in that offense now for a few years. He understands the offense better. And he does add an element that Jameis doesn't add, which is the ability to make something happen with your feet. But like you said, Ray, he's basically been slashed his entire time in the NFL, or at least since he's been with the Saints. And and that's
0: disrespectful to Cordell Stewart, to be honest.
1: It really is because yeah Cause he he, he led a fifteen and one team to the AFC championship. That is disrespectful to Cordell Stewart. But you know as as teams get more footage on him, they're going to start to pick up on his deficiencies, and there's only so far they can go. Yep. Like yeah, I'm hoping that you're grooming Jameis to be in that spot because because Drew Brees is on IR right now. Is that correct? Two no weeks. Oh, okay, okay. So IR is not how it used to yes, be. I, yes. I know IR is not how it used to be. Back in the day, if you went on IR, that means it was you were wow. donezo so for the year. But now wow. it doesn't work like that anymore. But he but, does
2: have eight fractured ribs, and he had a collapsed lung. So he may not be coming back as 11, fast as everybody thinks.
0: Eleven fractured ribs. Oh, like eight it. on the left Sorry. side, My three right. on the right. There you go. It's it is is. like, he got hit by a truck, dog. Like, <laughs> well, that was another that, thing. No, I God, said eight
2: yeah, because. how many ribs
1: do we have?
2: Eight because I think he said three of them are from the week before. He was playing with three fractured already, and eight more got fractured in the, in that last hit.
1: Yeah, well, how many do we have? If 11 them of them lot. is fucked up, how many ribs do we have? Can well, somebody as men, that question for me. As men, we. I think it's 16 or 18. As, men, like, okay. as
2: men, we have one less than women, I believe.
1: Yeah, because we gave one up for women to get here if you believe the uh, Bible story. But I'm not going there. Please I don't though, believe that story yet. Well, we're not going to mad enough. We're us. not going there. We're not going there.
2: You can you can add me at it's me DPP
1: if you're mad about that. <laughs> Pop, right? you could at me
0: at uh, IWC War Chief. <laughs> <laughs> well, who am I going to be? I'm, I'm a Wrestling Realist without you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Boom!
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> Three man weave fake identity. I
1: don't. I think, uh, yeah, Jameis is going to take that team as far as they're going to go. And I don't know where that's at. But everybody's kind of sleeping on the Rams. Like, I don't believe in Jared Goff, but the Rams aren't horrible. And they weren't bad last year. They won nine games last year. It all comes down to Jared Goff, though, man. Well, in the playoffs, no, he's not. No. Exactly. So it's it.
0: like, why would I believe with him in a regular season? And yes, he took him to a, a Super Bowl. gave him all the credit in the world, but that was off the back of that defense, and he had an otherworldly offensive year. That was like mm-hmm. an outlier in his in his career. And the Taysom Hill situation is simply a shit to get off the pot situation. Taysom Hill got paid like 21 mil. James is making like the minimum. We got to see what we got with Taysom Hill. We know what James can do. That's all that is. But the the, the West is an interesting thing, Tony. I don't, I don't know if you were going to go to the NFC West, but that's an interesting
2: Here, let me run it situation. down for you. Seattle's got one of the easier schedules as well. They do have a matchup with the Rams, but they get them at home week 16. That's what this could come down to. Uh, you really don't expect the Niners to do much. The Cardinals are, are a game behind both of them. Uh, the Seahawks don't have to play the Cardinals again, though. Um eagles giants jets washington are their next four games then the rams then they finish with the niners now the rams on the other hand their schedule consists of the niners well the first the buccaneers the niners the cardinals the patriots that's a little bit more difficult they do have the jets but then they have the seahawks and the cardinals they have the cardinals two more times so seahawks easily the easier path with the tied record
0: can and three know, teams make it from that division to the playoffs? It looks like it right with now.
1: Seven, well, yeah, with seventeenth in the playoffs, yeah. Cause I cause I still believe that Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Cleveland are all gonna make the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, you know, y'all know I picked Arizona to win this division before the season started because there's always that team that comes out of nowhere and wins, you know, 11, 12 games and wins the division, and I thought that was going to be the Cardinals. They might have shit the bed and messed up their chances losing that Dolphins game. I, I, I feel like that Dolphins game is going to come back and bite them in the keister. Sure.
2: The Cardinals, looking at their schedule, should win at least three more games. Do you think that the that, – that gives them nine wins. Do you think that the Bears are going to win four more games? Out of, they're going to win four out of six? No. Do you think that the no. Vikings or no. Lions are going to win five out of six? That's where I would have – I could have no. picked – I could have picked the Vikings to maybe possibly pass the Cardinals one game back right now. But that loss to Dallas, that crushes them.
1: Yeah, that kind of took them out of contention because they were starting to come on a little bit. But, yeah, that that's a bad loss. Especially right. to – who the hell is the quarterback in Dallas right now? Is it fucking – is Andy Jerry Dalton back. Oh, Andy Andy back? Andy Dalton. Okay, back. Andy okay so that's why they won. Oh, so – And I saved so the Dallas best. i
2: make a little bit of a run here. I saved the best and closest race for last – now, if you want to ignore the record and simply look at the standings inside its own bubble of a division, the Eagles are a half a game ahead of the Giants. They're a half a game ahead of the Washington football team, and they're a half a game against the Cowboys. That's right. The Cowboys, Giants, and well, Washington race, bro. are all close. Three and seven. The Eagles lead the NFC least at three, six, and one.
1: I didn't realize that Richie Cunningham was back for Dallas. That's kind of a game-changer because they could mess around and get to 6-10 and 10 and win that division.
0: <laughs> Andy Dalton has starting level talent. And if Carson Wentz didn't forget how to play quarterback all of a sudden, he'd be the best quarterback in the division. But right now, Alex Smith, Daniel Jones, and Andy Dalton are all whatever you get from the Cowboys are all playing better at the quarterback position than the Eagles. And that is terrible because Carson Wentz makes, a mil, like, a million-plus a, a contract. So, like, what are you thinking? Is it Jalen Hurts' time in, in the Eagles in, in, in Philadelphia? Is that something that you think about? Because there is no reason the Eagles should not – pardon the pun – but fly to the damn playoffs. But all these other teams – the Giants are playing the best – the Washington football team may look the most dangerous if you look at their look at all things considered, and the Cowboys finally got their got, got a competent quarterback. Like, does make any sense for the Eagles to not be killing this division right now?
2: Dallas has by far the easiest schedule left. Just browsing over it very briefly, they get Washington, they do have to go to Baltimore, but then they get the Bengals, the Niners at home, and they control their own destiny because they do play Washington right away. They play the Eagles at home, and they get the Giants, so they have all three teams inside the division. Th- this is a team in Dallas that could easily, with <laughs> what six games left, go five and one here, just lose to the Ravens. I-, I could easily see them go eight and eight and win this division. My money right now would be on unfortunately the Mike McCarthy led andy dalton quarterback oh, dallas cowboys <laughs> oh,
0: and i'm gonna put God. it out there
2: right now i'm predicting the cowboys to go and finish eight and eight with their only remaining loss being to oh shit who did i just say their tough game was the baltimore ravens the so, ravens yep well, we're, it's gonna be a sad five out of six weeks for Stephen a smith on first take Sorry, partner. (laughs) As a
1: 9, as a 10, as a 11, as a 12. It is completely egregious to think that a monstrosity known as the Dallas Cowboys could win that division. But it might happen. I mean, I think we're going to know a lot to see what happens on thursday with the cowboys versus the indians also known as the washington football team i think whoever wins that game on thursday is probably going to mess around and, and win that division. <laughs> like there's a reason riverboat ron sat haskins and i i hate that decision i'm not going to get into it it's i hate worked, it though
0: they've, but they've it's played work. better they've played yeah. much better yeah
1: because he looked at the la- he looked at the lay of the land and said oh shit we actually got a shot in this melon farmer. So perhaps I should get somebody out there before, old boy, got, got killed. And then they brought in Alex Smith, who previously got killed. But he was thinking that they had a shot in this division because it's that trash. So I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here. And who cares, man, because I haven't gotten a prediction right since I said Trump was going to win the presidency in 2016. I'm going to say that the winner of the Thanksgiving matchup between the Cowboys and Washington, that's the team that's going to win this division.
0: Well, I, I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make a prediction on who's gonna win, but I'm gonna make a prediction that in, in the next six games of the season, Carson Wentz will be benched.
1: But if do you let me ask you this though, if they thought that Jalen Hurts was ready, don't you think he would have been in there by now? Because Carson's no. been shitting the bed this whole time.
0: Carson is their franchise quarterback. You gotta rock with your franchise guy. When you've paid a guy to be your franchise quarterback, you have to rock with him, and I think. He has to lose the position, and not. It's this. It's different when it's a guy who is garbage. You can like, no offense to the Washington quarterbacks, because I don't think Dwayne Haskins is garbage. But you can just flip them interchangeably because ultimately none of them are the guy. When you have paid the guy and said he is the guy, you have. He has to lose that. He has to get her to lose it, and he's on the verge of losing it because they're they're still winning the division right now by the grace of a tie, and like. So he's been playing terrible, but it's been terrible enough where they're not, like, completely out of the division. I think they're, you're going to see Washington and Dallas and and the Giants start to usurp them. And I think that's going to be when they say, wait a minute, Doug Peterson's going to be like, okay, I, I love you, Carson, but maybe next year. We need a spark. And I think Jalen Hurts can be a spark for them. So I wasn't watching football at the time, but Doug Peterson... The
1: coach for the Eagles. How in the bloody hell did this Jay Brown
0: win a Super Bowl? He's a good coach.
1: He's a
2: good coach. A good coach. He has a much better team. They've been really riddled with injuries, and they bet the farm basically on Carson Wentz being like the next Aaron between Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes kind of player. And he has yep. flashes of brilliance like that, but the farther he gets into his career – the less and less he looks like a guy that should actually be starting
0: for an NFL franchise, and and if they have less offensive weapons than Baltimore does.
2: Like Carson Wentz, Ooh. like Carson Wentz, if he wouldn't have gotten hurt, if Carson Wentz wouldn't have gotten hurt the year they won the Super Bowl, he would have been the MVP. It though, was Benson. MVP easily, yeah.
1: Run away. Do you, so do y'all think they would have still won the Super Bowl that year?
2: I right, hard to say. Uh, That's all yeah. magic. That's I, all I, playoffs. I That's a, all you're saying. question. No idea. I, I, think I know the that's Packers. Do you think question, the Packers yeah. would have beat the Eli Manning Giants in the NFC Championship game if McCarthy would have benched Favre at halftime like he wanted to for Aaron Rodgers? I don't like to think about stuff like that.
1: Well, you also have two Super Bowls in the last 20 years, so blow me.
2: All right, let's finish um, this You like two, this. Ray, so you could blow me as well. Let's, let's finish it like this. With my team. Well, you can keep wishing <laughs> for championships and blowjobs, all right? <laughs> Who doesn't? Championship wishes, (laughs) and maybe this week's episode will be called Championship Wishes and Blowjob Dreams.
0: You just described Pat Mahomes' life right now. Oh, for sure.
2: All right, guys, let's close out this segment by saying what we're looking forward to on Thanksgiving besides the football and picking these games. So let's pick the games first. We're going to do the over and under. Next week we can all gloat at whether or not we were right. Uh, We'll go around the horn. And then lastly, we'll tell everybody what we're most looking forward to this coming Thursday, Thanksgiving, food, family, fun, everything in and in between. And football. Four Fs, right? All right. The 1230 Eastern. And four Fs. Well, there you go. Five Fs. Yes, Yes. The noon 30 Eastern time <laughs> game will feature <laughs> the Detroit Lions as they do host the Houston Texans. It is probably the least important game out of all of the games. Definitely the least important game, possibly of the week. Over under 51.5. Houston is minus 2.5. What do you guys got?
1: I got um, this game on in the background while we're finishing up our oh, food. Listen, and it's listen. just on, and every now and again. The you'll only look reason at this it, game
2: is happening. This game is important. This game is important to uncomfortable like boyfriends and uh, relatives over at other relatives' houses so that they have something they can focus <laughs> on when they don't want to talk to the people around them and they feel very uncomfortable. At least there's Houston and Detroit. Fine. Give it to me. It's better than Aunt Nancy
0: over here. I, I live in Houston. Uh, it's important to people here, sir. Yeah, but that's it's it. Every NFL. Can, okay, me. so thirty <laughs> one out of
2: 32 cities. Two out of 32 cities are excited about every
0: game. Okay, get over there it. There you go, basically, yeah. And it's um, not playing this game, is he? No, he's playing. He's playing. What's your is pick, he? Chris? What's your pick?
1: I'm going Houston, man. Over under because I and a half. like I, I just like Deshaun Watson more than whatever the monstrosity. Matt Patricia should have been out of here a long time ago because that That's team is fight. not untalented. And he they should and been they out Fired
0: and they fired Jim Caldwell after one three straight terrible seasons. Over Man. under Man.
2: over under fifty one and a half.
1: No,
0: we're not getting that many points. Under Houston oh, in oh, the under. Under.
1: So
2: you're going it's Houston. Going. oh Platt? You have Houston in the under. Okay. Ray, what do you got? Houston in the yeah. over.
0: Houston, well, Houston and I, when I have I have Detroit no, in the over for sure. First and foremost, you on over, Detroit? Under. I'm Detroit. I'm picking Detroit to win. Yes, okay. um, uh, both teams are terrible defensively. That it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a light show. You guys both what, what, over. What is it's?
2: What's the what's the spread for the game? Two and a half. Houston's given two and a half. You
0: both have the over though, right? Yeah, both have the over, and so it's going to be close. Two and a half. I guess I got to go with, I got to guess I go with Detroit because I'm they're going to go by field goal.
2: All right, I'll take Detroit the under. Gone. I just sometimes you run to the smell. It's just a betting thing. I, I ain't mad at you, Bruce. You probably right. Yeah. I, I can dig it. I mean I haven't Bro, bet. This is listen, like... I haven't bet money on legitimately bet money or had betting money interest in football for probably well over fifteen years. But I've paid attention and made picks for the last fifteen years. And this one, I don't know. Just feels like a Detroit at home. Houston's happy coming off of a win. They're not a very successful team. They're not necessarily interested in winning. Detroit's four and six. They're two games out of the playoffs. So I, I, I'm going to go and with this Detroit game here. This game matters Maybe to Detroit. They Detroit, talk about
0: how much game this matters. If
2: Detroit gets Kenny Galladay back for this game, I, I really like
1: Detroit. I, I just really hate Matt Patricia and I, I yeah that that's it I just really hate Matt Patricia and the fact like Ray brought up they got rid of Jim Caldwell for this Mellon Farmer and Jim Caldwell has deficiencies as a coach we obviously know that mm-hmm. but he literally is a quarterback guru and this melon Farmer has made a Super Bowl and I mean what has Detroit been since they let him go and I, I love Deshaun Watson as well and I'm, I'm sad that they got rid of all of his good players and he's just out there getting killed but I mean who knows man this is basically like okay who you got you got cancer you got AIDS this is basically that game nobody's paying attention to this game man and we're not getting together and gathering for Thanksgiving we're zooming for Thanksgiving like I've already got my zoom call set up with my mother so you're just going to be in the kitchen cooking you'll You'll peek your head in every now and again like you do every year for Thanksgiving and Detroit games and see who's winning and if anything exciting is happening, and that's it.
2: All right, well, the afternoon game, if you're still gathered with somebody else and Edna wakes up from her nap and she wants to talk to you, about how life was when she was a child. You can always turn on Fox and watch Washington at Dallas. Ray, like that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so well, serious, yes. There, well, Aunt Edna is watching Fox anyway. I don't think she's watching the uh, – I think it's the news. Yeah, she's not watching
0: Fox Edna. The broadcast show. She's watching
2: <laughs> Them Dallas Cowboys that I predicted to win the division, they are minus two and a half at home, and the over-under is 46 and a half. I am going to take the Cowboys – and the under.
1: And this is basically a tornado versus a hurricane. Like if if the last matchup was syphilis versus gonorrhea, this is a tornado versus a hurricane. We're not going to get a good game until later on in this evening, and obviously we'll get to that momentarily. But yeah, I'm I'm going to go Richie Cunningham and the Dallas Cowboys on this one. What
0: what was the what was the spread for the game?
2: Over under the forty. Total, the over? total over under 46 and a half and dallas is minus two and a half plat
1: you have dallas in the over you said and it sucks because washington has the coach but the cowboys got the quarterback
2: yes or no you do have dallas in the over
1: what's the what? what 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 is it give me the over again even the under over again. It,
2: There's people just yelling at their phones right now that they can't believe that you can't remember what I said 30 seconds ago.
0: Just the gamblers. Just the gamblers oh, are yelling right And
2: yeah,
1: hey, everybody <laughs> that's yelling right now, you could blow me, okay? I got a ball for each of you. Once just again. wait your turn.
2: <laughs>
1: <Whoa>. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> Shit. Uh,
2: 46 and a half. 46 and a half. Minus two and a, and a half. half.
1: I'm going to go over because both of these teams are trash and Dallas's defense is trash. Washington's defense isn't trash per se, but I'm just going
0: to go over. Under and Washington. Thanks, Ray. Thanks for paying attention. I will, We said it like six times. Like if I didn't pay attention, then it's a problem.
1: Well, yeah, and it took you six times to pay attention, and then you got it, and then Very now much. you are like, oh, yeah, I know what's happening. Nah.
2: Here you go, Chris. Baltimore <laughs> yeah. over under 45 and a half, Pittsburgh minus minus four and a half. There you go. It's right there. See it?
0: There you go. That's a fair spread. That's a fair spread.
1: I'm taking the under, and I think Baltimore wins this game because they have to. This game means a lot more to them than it does Pittsburgh's. They have to win this game. So I'm I'm going Baltimore, and I'm going the under cuz you know cuz i mean y'all know these baltimore pittsburgh games man they're hard hitting they tend to be low scoring and yeah i'm i'm going
0: baltimore here with the under so my heart says baltimore in the over but my head says these are the type of games where pittsburgh wins so i'm 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 gonna do something i never do and i'm gonna pick with my head and say pittsburgh in the over really yeah but these are, the, these are those games the damn Antonio Brown in his fucking hand those, these are the games that happen to us where we need it and like the thing about Pittsburgh and Baltimore is it's very rare that both teams are really good yeah. usually one team is significantly better than the other like the, the games where and the teams the, the seasons where both teams are really good we're in an AFC championship game that ain't happening this year I just feel like
1: y'all need this game more than we do. Pittsburgh does because but we're y- not,
0: we're, we don't have the talent though. We just don't have the talent right now. We don't have the yeah. bodies. Yeah, the injuries really are a thing, aren't they? Yep. It's, 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 if if we can, if, if you tell me we get Calais and Brandon Williams back, I may change my pick because that because and- that'll show up the defense.
1: And I clowned you last week talking about your injuries. I said, you know, cry me a fucking river. Everybody's injured at this particular point in time. But the injuries really are a thing for y'all. It really is. Like, y'all are really out here short, man. And clearly the league has caught up to Deshaun, or not Deshaun, Jesus, Lamar. But at the same point in time, y- y'all don't really have a lot of bullets in the chamber right now. So do, do, you, do you see a scenario where
0: Baltimore does not make the playoffs? No, we're too talented for that. If you okay. think about it, and this isn't a bias thing, if you think about it, we had the one loss where Kansas City beat our ass. Given that, there's a Kansas City deficiency in Baltimore's mindset right now. We get that. I mean, but defending the champs, there's no shame in that. Absolutely, but like they do something to us uh, no. other than the other team. But okay. every other game we've had, we've lost. We lost a one a one possession game to Pittsburgh. We lost a one, po- one possession game in a in a monsoon, monsoon. to um, to the Patriots, where our our center like fumbled three snaps or four snaps, and then we lost a one possession game in overtime to Tennessee. So we're we're in every game losing to good teams, except for except for the Patriots. So like we're a good team, we're just not what we were last year. So this is what gives me pause for the cause. And I,
1: I hate to be I, – I don't want to be that hyperbolic guy because you know every single week the sports journalists and the pundits and stuff like that, they overreact to everything that happens mm-hmm. on a week-to-week basis in the NFL. Are we sure that Tennessee is good? I mean, that defense is trash. Obviously, Henry is a beast. And, you know, they don't really put Tannehill – it's kind of like on the Brown side of the game, just like Baker – Tannehill's the same thing. They don't put him in a position to fuck shit up. But well, are we sure that Tennessee
0: is good? Because I, I don't well, know. Well, there's good and there's playoff ready. They're playoff ready. I don't know if they're good, but they're definitely good enough to make the playoffs. Well, okay, they're good enough to make the playoffs. I just don't know if they're good. Yeah, that, that, that remains to be seen. They're not what they were last year either. Yeah. But they were yeah. a late Bloomer last year. They weren't that whole way that year because Tannehill took the job over in the middle of the season. -hmm. So, you know, we'll see. All right, gentlemen, Thanksgiving, what are you
2: most looking forward to? Personally, I rather enjoy drinking all day, which
1: is. Pretty much a great way to spend
2: What's any, the difference? It's a great day to spend Between you and
0: every other day. <laughs> great, great,
1: day, great thing to do every, any day of the week. Ray but... be sneak dissing. Don't let that go, Tony. You better get his ass back because he be sneak dissing me about me our, uh, I our, our, I know, our, 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 um, not
0: habits. Uh, what am I looking for? Our vices. I know, let who me I correct am. you. I know, there's I no sneak, there's nothing sneak about it, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm not mad at him either. I know who I am, but you should know who you are, too. Come on now. All right, uh, the food. I love the food. Turkey you can make it a lot of ways. You can screw it up. Just don't make it dry, and it's generally pretty good. The dark meat is always the best. I love stuffing. I love sweet potatoes. I love the green bean casserole. I love whatever kind of pie you're gonna have afterwards. My favorite is a chocolate pecan pie with a with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. is so fucking good. Um, well, yeah. My-
1: food egg Bob. Go on. Alright, Rock. But
2: anyway, no, I'm looking forward no, to seeing no. some relatives and having some really good food and uh, maybe a big glass of red wine.
1: So, can I make my annual public service announcement?
0: Well, should I go first before you take this time so yeah, we can move on yeah, then you, right can, you can right just ahead. run right into a commercial then, plant. Um, okay. I'm looking forward for sure to seeing all the Texas teams lose that's definitely something i'm looking forward to um <laughs> food wise as much as i enjoy turkey i'm a honey baked ham guy myself nice um honey baked ham stuffing mac um, mac and cheese i don't really need much else i'm like that's that will last me um but yeah man and just you know uh hoping nobody else gets sick with this damn virus amen
1: yeah that yeah here here to that seriously So I'm going to, one last time, man, I'm going to teach everybody how to do the turkey right, okay? To make sure that it's uh, juicy on the inside and crispy on the outside. So the first thing you got to do is that you've got to massage melted butter on the inside, inside the skin, not on the skin, but underneath the skin. You've got to massage melted butter in that melon farmer underneath the skin. And then after that, you, you, you massage it with olive oil. That way your spices stick to the skin of the turkey. Now, as far as spices, I'm not going to go there, man. Everybody got their own flavor. But this is what you do. So then you put the turkey on 450 in the oven for about 25, 30 minutes. After that 25, 30 minutes, you drop it back down to 350. You cover it up with foil and occasionally basting it, okay? Trust me on this. That guarantees, shut up. It guarantees that you're going to have the crispy skin on the outside, and the meat is going to be tender and moist and juicy on the inside. You don't believe me? Try it. No. So... <laughs>
0: Come on, man. We can't have this. We can't
1: have a damn drop battle. Come on, bro. But all jokes aside, man, trust me on this. And I also have to make my annual public service announcement, all right? Don't add extra shit to the macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese does not need your help. It's macaroni and it's cheese. Don't put bacon or eggs or any other goofy shit that you could possibly put in the macaroni and cheese. Let it be what it is. It's macaroni and it's cheese. The only thing
2: I can tell you you can put in your macaroni and cheese is if you know how to make
1: macaroni and cheese with lobster in it. That's it. That's the one. That's it. And if you can't, don't do it. But if you can,
0: please do it. But that's it. That's who it. Has, who fancy ass making lobster mac and cheese for fucking Thanksgiving. Oh, oh, that's the thing, man. That's the that's thing. It's thing. good as hell.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't love lobster? Think about it. Instead of the drawn butter, it's the mac and cheese. And then you have the, it's not, you know, you got to be, don't be that rubbery fucking tri- or uh, lobster. You might as well not even put it in there. But if you have a real tender and nice and, you know, almost like a piece of fish when you bite into it with the cheese and then the different texture with the noodles and the mac and cheese, oh, and then you got the crisp on top. I don't know. I don't mind a little bit of like, crumbled bacon on the top of it, but that's just me. But
0: I agree with everything no. else. Yeah. Who, who doesn't love lobster? The damn lobster's dying for your ass to eat them. That's who don't love it. Oh, yeah, because the turkeys are all copaesthetic right now. Hey, did you see the Red Bull commercial? <laughs> the only reason the turkeys got eight is because they didn't get none of the Red Bull. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, folks. Happy Thanksgiving from everybody here at Three Man Weave. Be safe uh it, it, and enjoy the beginning of the rest of the holiday season we will be right back with a lot of nba talk
0: promotional consideration paid for by the following Sierra, hotel, hotel india echo, echo lima, lima delta
2: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you
0: breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com.
1: TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome
2: back to Three Man Weave. We're just enjoying ourselves on the precipice of Thanksgiving. And it's already been announced that the NBA will start before Christmas. Free agency has begun. The draft has been had, Mr. Ray Cash. Let me run down some of the major free agency things that have happened just to, like, wet everybody's whistle, okay? The Lakers just traded for uh, Marcus Gasol. They also Mm -hmm. re-signed KCP. Ibaka went to the Clippers. Melo's staying with the Blazers. Gordon Hayward to the Charlotte Hornets. Um, with with uh, Mello right Mellow Ball on the Charlotte you, Hornets.
0: You uh, skip some more Lakers though.
2: We're getting there. Fred VanVleet re-signs in Toronto. Tristan Thompson, to, Tristan Thompson to Boston. Dwight Howard to Philly. Joe Harris sticking mm-hmm. with the Nets.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Montrezl Harrell and Wes Matthews also sign with the Lakers. Those are two huge and, bench bolstering spots. Go ahead. And we'll, Dennis Schroder got traded. Yeah, well, yep, that's right. That ha- that that was already a given. I think before free agency started, I think Dennis Schroeder, That was Danny Green part of that deal. Danny Green ended up gut trading from Oklahoma yeah. City to Charlotte, I believe, as well.
0: Um, no, uh, uh, no, he's with Detroit. Philadelphia now. Philadelphia.
2: Okay, my bad. Yeah. Everybody, there's a lot of moves going on. Gallinari ends up with there's the Hawks. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is staying on an on a on a max extension, and, and he should. He's one. Of Jason the better, Tatum. Uh, Yep, Jason Tatum Goran Dragic and Myers Leonard are going to stay with the Heat Anthony Davis in no hurry to get the deal done He ain't going nowhere though um, No, no The Bucks signed Bobby Portis uh, DJ Augustine And Bryn Forbes And I gotta tell you, these are three to me Very underrated signings I think people don't understand Great. that Bobby Portis is a very good uh, uh, scoring And rebounding guy that can play On the front line And then in the backcourt so He'll UN, knock your ass out too in the backcourt, you add a guy like Augustine who can run an offense and Forbes who can shoot the three. So that, that's good to see. And I don't think the Bucks are done yet. I'll just start there, and we can just transition into the Lakers, the moves that they've made, Schroeder and Gasol, just to, just to name a few. And then you got you got, like, you got Wes Matthews coming in there as well. Uh, who else did I say uh, signed? Montrez. Yeah, and, and Harrell. I mean, the Lakers are going to win it again and, next and year. And
0: Markeith. And Markeith Morris on a minimum contract when his twin brother signed for three or four years, sixty-four million. The 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 Lakers like the Lakers, Rob Palenka and keep it a buck, Rich Paul, just got they mm-hmm. they got the ski mask on just robbing motherfuckers. It is crazy how they are better than they were last year. And deeper than they were last year. They have the two top bench players from the league last year on their squad. For a team that already has a starting lineup, you replace JaVale McGee with Marcus You replace LeBron's probably gonna play full-time point guard at this point. KCP is back. Schroeder off the Like they are so West Matthews. Like they are so deep. And with Klay Thompson being hurt, and they got Kelly Oubre, so they'll be a playoff team again. But with Klay Thompson being gone, nobody can touch him in the West, and they're, no, I, they're untouchable. No, and, and
1: that that's funny, man, because you you kind of stepped on my point, but I guess great minds think alike. I mean, with the moves that they've made, bringing in Montrezl Harrell, bringing in Schroeder, and the Gasol trade, that obviously it's it's official, like a referee's whistle at this yeah. point in time. They literally just locked up the title again because they shorted up all their deficiencies. They literally shorted them up. You bring Schroeder in; that's a guy who they thought that that um. Uh, what's the guy Kyle Kuzma he's going to fill this role a guy that you can bring in as the first or the second guy off the bench that can give you buckets West
0: you, Matthews, you, bring it,
1: you, you bring a, it a
0: better J.R. smith
1: yep better J.R. smith that can stretch the floor a little bit and play a little dif- defense you brought in um, montrez harold which is a big an athletic big that can run and jump protect the rim rebound and, and can get you a bucket a- and young and can get you a bucket in the post and we're bringing in Marcus All, I don't know what they're going to do with um, he's depending on what they well, okay. the, yeah. Yeah. but depending on what they do with um, Rondo, that's Rondo's the second gone. best pass well Rondo's that's the, well, then he's the second best passer on your entire team
0: absolutely, yeah Rondo signed with Atlanta Okay. and sneakily Atlanta has got a good squad but I know we're talking about the Lakers right now um, the landscape of the West has drastically changed and not just because of the Lakers but the Clippers are are on the verge of imploding. The Rockets yeah. are gonna be done because both both Harden and Westbrook want to be gone and will be gone. I'm assuming by the end of the year. Um, the and you didn't mention, but the Rockets signed Christian Wood, very underrated, uh, as uh, uh acquisition. Um, the the again the Warriors aren't the same without Klay, even though they'll be a, a playoff team because they got Kelly Oubre to kind of play like. Mini clay, mini clay, for lack of a better term. I'm, I'm um,
1: interested to see. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, brother, but yeah, I'm interested yeah, yeah. To see what uh what Wiseman does, because I think Wiseman has the opportunity to come in and 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 have an immediate impact in this league just because of his skill set, especially you, and he went to the right team. He but, needs
0: to be Tyson Chandler. If you listen dunk, to guys like,
2: if you listen to guys like Kendrick Perkins, they think he can come in and be an 18 and 12 guy. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure he's going to see the ball that much. I think he can definitely go out there and get 12. I think he he should his goal should be to get a dozen rebounds and three blocks every game. And when the points come, the points come. And just say, Steph, what kind of donut do you want tomorrow morning? And Wiseman seems smart enough to do it, though. I've listened to interviews with him. This is a smart kid. This kid knows basketball. He's a gym rat. I think he's mm-hmm. going to be really good. I think he's going to average... Uh, two and a half blocks and ten rebounds. I don't know where the scoring's going to be at. I'm not really sure what this Golden State team is going to be like. I don't think Andrew Wiggins would be on Golden State still if Clay Thompson
0: didn't tear his Achilles. He would. He would. They, because he's Andrew Wiggins plays a better role. Plays a, a. He's a more talented version of what Harrison Barnes was in a few years ago. But the, the points are going This is where the points going to come from. Harrison Barnes. They're they're not going to run any plays for kid. He's, He's gonna going to get nothing jump. but run and jump, dunks, <laughs> mm-hmm. and his best friend is going to be Draymond Green because Draymond Green is such an underrated and a sneaky good passer. Watch a lot of the times Draymond Green will get a rebound and tap it to the big for a wide-open dunk. It's going to be four of those games. Right? Said... The kid's going to get 16-18 off of just being there.
2: I've said this before many times to many people, and please don't take this the wrong way. It, it's it's mostly comedic and and, and slightly in... in Uh, uh, A look through uh, a heterosexual man's eyes at women, but trust me I respect women, okay? Every woman's great until she's not unless she's your mother. Just like Draymond Green's your best
0: friend until he's not. Agreed. Ask Kevin Durant. Agreed. Agreed. And Kevin Durant will tell you to this day that's one of his favorite players he's ever played with he's also the reason why he left. So yeah. you're right. You're absolutely right. He is definitely one of he is the number one guy on the list of I hate you when I play against you but I love you when I play with you. Mhm.
1: And uh, along with uh what Patrick Beverly, who else is on that list of, Pat of Bev current is at players? the top
0: Maybe yeah. even Westbrook because for some yeah, reason Westbrook too, people yes. talk about it, they love him, but they shall be happy when they get away from him.
2: So we've, mm-hmm. all, we've all hooped at different places, right? I mean, we've all been yeah. you know consistently going to open gyms and different parks and been in different rec leagues and played in organized leagues and everything else, and that's a very true statement because I can tell you not only have I played with and against people like that that I didn't like until I played with them, I've very much been that very person as well, that people hated me when oh, yeah. they played against me until they played with me, and they went, yeah, I, I wouldn't rather go to war with anybody else. And that's just playing against competitors most of the time as long as the sportsmanship is there after the game.
0: Oh, I'm sitting next to him right now, my cousin. Could have been in the league if he would have stuck with it, but yes, he is the most I'm sure he roaching, appreciates you yelling like, at him like that. He, well, he, he knows what it is, <laughs> but like he's a guy like you want to fight him when you're playing against him. But he's on your if he's on your team, like you you have like you feel fearless because he's going he'll like he'll go through hell for you, and it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of players like that in the league. But Draymond Green has made a Hall of Fame career out of that shit. It's amazing. Ba- um, basketball
1: is interesting like that, man, because I've literally been in situations where. You know, I'm playing, you know, just recreational ball. Like, you literally come to blows with a melon farmer, but at the end of the game, y'all go to the bar and get a beer together. Like, basketball is interesting, like that. I, I don't I know how many sports. sports are like that.
0: Well, fighting sports are like that. You see how many fighting sports, like, okay, right. guys yeah. hate okay, each other. Okay. Yeah. And it's all this contention going into a six month build, and after the fight, they hug. Because yeah. there's something about going through a war with somebody that only you guys can understand.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's fair. That's fair. The,
0: the, while we're on the West, I don't know if I'm going ahead of myself, Tony. If I am, I apologize. But I know, I know far and away nobody can touch the Lakers. But I think this is an interesting year for kind of those mid-level younger teams, like Portland, like the Jazz, like the Nuggets, like um, like the Mavericks, right? Like like Minnesota, if you want to keep it a buck, where they can really make some headway because like the old heads are kind of falling off, other than the Lakers. And like I think they can really make some headway and really do some damage if they really get their games together. Well,
1: let me let me ask both of you guys this, man. I want to go around the horn because uh, Stan Van Gundy, he was hired as the uh, Pelicans coach. Is that correct?
0: Love it, love that, love that hire.
1: Go for it! Yeah, keep going, man.
2: Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins both test positive for coronavirus.
1: Yeah, we lost. Oh, so it's what's old. the wrap? Yeah, so Baltimore about to be six and five. Yeah, the only semblance of a running back y'all had was Mark Ingram. We got and... Gus Edwards. Yeah, yeah. The like I said, the only semblance of a running back y'all had was Mark Ingram. And okay, and so Baltimore's gonna be six and five. So they're gonna have to run the table, which it's not impossible that y'all could run the table, you know, considering that schedule. But y'all gonna probably have to run the table. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, that Browns game looks because I just was under the assumption that the Browns gonna lose that game. But now, all of a sudden, it seems plausible
0: that they might mess around and win it. Maybe I don't. I don't don't know, man. Well, yeah. Finish your thought about the basketball, because man, fuck football. But no. But
1: that's fair. Yeah, I, 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 I would understand where you're coming from. I've been in your shoes like for the last
0: 25 years. years. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, I could count the, the, the number. Take away yeah. in 1998 or whatever year it was when y'all were good. Yeah. Oh, you mean uh, – no, no. We weren't even there in 98, man. I yeah, know it's about? one year in the 90s. or One year – some year y'all had so, a really good season out of nowhere.
1: That was 07, and we 07, still didn't okay. make the playoffs okay. because uh, Tony about? Dungy decided to bench his starters the last game of the season, <laughs> which he always did that shit. But but yeah, so the 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 Van Gundy hire is interesting because I I think he's going to have them playing defense and he's going to motivate them. I just don't know. I think you need some sort of offensive guru in there to figure out how to design an offense around Zion. And I don't know if Stan is it. I don't know. Maybe he is. Tony, what what do you think about the Stan Van Gundy hire in New Orleans?
2: I uh, Stan Van Gundy's a great coach, though. I mean, I think he's the right coach for Zion for the next three years, and then. When Zion is ready for the big time, and there's an actual team built around him, then you maybe bring in someone else. But having said that, I, I could still see with all the talents surrounding them down there. I mean, like Ingram could turn into a top eight player
1: in the NBA very easily. And you
0: if think? Z- so? If Zion, that's that's that's. If that's
1: Z- he's a lot. he's and, very good, but I don't know about top eight, man. Yeah. Like, and, I
2: mean, let's... can I finish my thought? Can I finish my thought? And what I was saying was, and that really depends on
1: whether, whether I'm done, not, man. go ahead I'm, I'm whether done. or not
2: Zion Williamson can stay on the court
1: that's a big if he needs to probably drop about what fifteen
0: well yeah, and it's, yes, let's just make one one point about Stan van Stan van was the only coach that was able to get consistent offensive input out of Dwight Howard and Dwight Howard at the time didn't have one offensive move. So Zion already has three or four offensive moves. His issue is staying healthy. That that that's a good comparison
1: because that Orlando team offensively at least it was a funky fit as well and he got that team to the NBA finals. So yep.
0: that that
1: it's going to be interesting out in the West, man.
0: And they got Steven Adams, so Zion can can move around a little more like he wants to. Because, you know, they got Steve Ad- Steven Adams and Eric Bledsoe in the trades. Like, all of a sudden, they are sneakily deep. Like, okay. really, really deep.
1: Okay, so OKC is going to be out the playoffs this year. Oh, easily. Personally, I think Utah is going to take a step back as well, as much as I love Donovan Mitchell.
0: He just I- he just signed for the max. Donovan Mitchell going to ball this year.
1: He's going to ball, but, I mean, you've got Golden State there, you've got New Orleans, you've got Phoenix. Somebody's got to take a step back. Houston gone. Houston's out. Ah, uh, I forgot about Houston. Houston's gone too, because I'm I'm assuming they're going.
0: Yeah. Who did Houston just sign? Christian Wood, they signed, but they're yeah, going to end I'll up trading. Yeah, and I've got to tell you
2: right now, I don't see Houston trading Harden or Westbrook. I see them just holding steady, and really? I think with Christian Wood, they just become a better team. I would love to see them not trade either of them and just be like, whatever. I mean, we'll rebuild. It's Houston. People will come here. It's not Milwaukee. It's not Detroit. It's not Charlotte, whatever, you know, where you don't get big free agents. You have to draft big. Houston will get another draft class where they can bring people down to Houston. It's a great place to be. Ray can attest to that. I see that, that, that management sitting there going, too bad. This is what you guys wanted.
0: I don't give a shit. Fuck it. I got you under contract. You say that and you might be right. But if Daryl Morey call his old former understudy and say, "I got Ben Simmons for you." You telling me you're not going to listen to that? If 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 I'd rather have I honestly at this stage of the game, I'd rather have John Wall coming off of not playing for 2 years than gonna, Russell Westbrook. So you want like, you want to trade some real stuff out there.
2: Who do you want? You're going to trade Westbrook to Philly for Ben
0: Simmons? Westbrook to the way it's looking and these are just rumors the Westbrook for John Wall trade to Washington is is a very real thing mm-hmm. and then I know Harden said he wants to go to the Nets which can be done for a lot of smaller pieces but if you make a trade around Ben Simmons and maybe Tobias Harris to make the numbers work like who who says no neither team says no what if you got, what says, if...
1: no, man. You can't get rid of both Ben and Tobias. You just can't because because James you, you, Harden. But you're but you're you're operating under the assumption that you're going to get a healthy six to eight year run from Joel Embiid, and you that that's you you can't depend on that, man. Like, c- come on, man. Am with I, I tripping
0: more, with Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers? You tell me they're they're not going to want to start with James Harden and Joel Embiid. I don't I know, actually, bro. If I'm Houston, Ben if,
1: Simmons or Doc Rivers, rather, is going to be good for Ben Simmons. I've heard Ben say it out of his own mouth that he needs a Mella farmer that's going to get in his ass like a wedgie and push that's
0: him. it. Wasn't Brett
1: Brown, that's it. Wasn't Brett Brown, but it might be Doc Rivers because you understand it always ends poorly with Doc Rivers and and his point guards. It ended poorly with Rondo. It ended poorly with Chris Paul. But that's because he'd be in their ass. And if that, it Ben Simmons literally said that's what he needs. I think that's probably the best thing that could have possibly happened for Ben Simmons was them getting Doc Rivers. Now, if I'm Doc Rivers, I make two calls as soon as I get the job. The first call I make is to MB. It's like, hey, bro, maybe you should eat some more chicken breast and uh, get on the treadmill a little bit. Okay. And the second call I make is to Ben Simmons. Like, hey, bro, I'm gonna ride your ass. I'm gonna bend your ass like a hemorrhoid. First of all, Ben Simmons shouldn't be
2: a point guard. He should be a power forward. He should be paired with a point guard. Period. Uh, second of all, if I'm Houston, I'm trading Westbrook to New York Knicks for picks, and I'm trading. I'm mad Hart, at that. And I'm, I'm mad at that. And I'm trading Harden to the Nets for Kyrie Irving. Well, and, this is and, the and
0: that's something the Nets would not do. And a player happen. And a player. That's the move. But that's this, the move if, if if you if they did it, but the Nets wouldn't do that. But this the problem with Westbrook.
1: Like, you you know, because I talked about it last week. Like, it would make sense for the Cavs. It makes sense for the Knicks. But that's... The, N- the Nets have so you're, much... You're, you're, the Nets have so much talent.
2: I'm sorry, I got to say this. The Nets have so much talent, so much supporting talent around Kevin Durant that they'd be better if they had Harden and Durant as opposed to Kyrie Irving and Durant, in my opinion, if they didn't have to give up much more than Kyrie Irving.
0: Sp- I agree. Can I make an analogy that will help you understand? And then
2: and then, and then, Houston's got their guide to run their team for the next, you know, six to eight years in
0: Kyrie Irving, and you bring in supportive players like Christian Wood. You're right. But this is why the Nets won't do it. If I can make an analogy for you real quick. If you break a $20 bill at the store, right, and would you rather me give you five, five crisp $5 bills or some ones and a whole bunch of change back? It's 2020, I used my debit card, didn't even have to swipe it, just tapped it. You're an asshole for not listening and using <laughs> my analogy. But the point is, while it's better for the team, if they do do the Kyrie for Harden swap, they're going to want all that shit. The prospect of having Kyrie, Harden, and Durant together is too enticing for some for basketball people. I, I think it's gonna be a. I, think I don't it's think there's be a, a anybody.
2: I don't think there's anybody under the sun, including Kevin Durant and James Harden, that want Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving all to be on the same team. I think Kevin they Durant, want it, bro, you ain't. Hard I don't to talk, think buddy. they. I don't think yeah. they really, really want it deep down in parts I, and places and, they don't want I, to
1: talk about. And I, and I still think that could work, but I don't but think it could work. The the, the point. I'll, but the point I wanted to make, man, is regarding Westbrook. And this is uh, the issue that – and it, it's it's a COVID problem. And it's the same problem that all of us have had in 2020 dealing with this COVID. If it's you're a mid-major team or a mid-level market-ass team, you would trade for Russell Westbrook in a heartbeat. Because if for no other reason, it's going to draw fans to the stands. We don't, now, want, going don't into this new NBA, we I, I'm sure they're gonna try they're looking at what the NBA or the NFL has done. They've got, you know, they the NFL and college football, they've put fans in the stands. You know what I mean? Not a lot, but some, depending on, you know, which market you're going into. So, you know, if 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 I'm a mid-major team and I don't have any shit else going on for me, yeah, maybe I can draw some fans in the stands to come see Russell Westbrook, but we don't know what that's going to look like right now. and It, it, it appears like we've got to go back on lockdown. So that's what makes it and, not, not, and the contract. I didn't even talk about the contract, but the fact that he can't be box office, which is probably his best draw depending on where he would go at this point in time. It Does any of that make sense? That's why he
2: has to go does, to the any Knicks. Anything I say it makes sense. A little bit. That's why it has to go to the Knicks. That's why. Just Russell, a little
1: bit. Okay. I was Thank just you, fucking fuck you with bye.
2: you. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Russell Westbrook has to go to the Knicks. Like, it's important to the NBA. It's important to basketball fans. It's important to me. Can you imagine Russell Westbrook and Obi Toppin surrounded by three shooters just marching up and down Madison Square Garden against whoever came in? Fine. They're going to go 500. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to be super exciting. It's going to be the best thing that happened to the New York Knicks and basketball in New York since 1999, strike-shortened season, and the Knicks made the finals.
1: You're right. You just prove my point, though. It's like it, I'm yeah, agreeing with you. We were gonna have a, if we are going to have a full capacity, yes, that makes no, sense. No, but, but even but without full
2: capacity. capacity, you know how much
0: ratings they're going to get in New York from the television deals? Yes. Let me tell you why you're wrong. Even with them being the most horrible, disgustingly terrible franchise in basketball, they're still the number one. They're still the number one most valuable franchise in basketball. They don't need to be good. Yeah, but they need to be recognized and they need to have
2: publicity and they can make even more money, right? And that's who their owner. That's what ownership is about. Russ Wes, Russell Westbrook, in New York, makes that team. More viable on a global landscape, and they can do so much more. Him and Obi-Toppin. Obi I agree. Ta- Obi I agree you. Obi Toppin is fucking like a hybrid of if you put Vince Carter and Richard Jefferson together at the peaks of their career. It's amazing.
1: If we were going to have a full capacity studio audience at that at that arena at Madison Square, and I don't know, I, I don't I don't think they're going to do that. At least not anytime soon. Three-year deal and for Westbrook. You
2: can't get Westbrook driven, for three years. You can't get Westbrook for three years. In in the next uh, one and a half out of the next three years are going to have fans. At some point, this is going to go through. Influenza did not last throughout the entire early 1900s, and we're much more. <laughs> as much as it's hard to believe, we are much more advanced right now. As are the diseases, unfortunately. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, the government has stayed about the same in 110 years, 20 years.
1: So that's kind of where we're at right now. <laughs> gotten worse. And I'm not, I was never a government fan to begin with, but it's actually gotten worse. But it might yeah, the gotten worse, actually. Uh, shout out on this podcast.
2: Government was better back in the early 1900s. It wasn't so big.
1: Touche. I could, I, shit, I'll smoke a bag of that. I'll drink to that. But we gotta give you your props as well, PC, because I feel like that Drew Holiday deal is big. So, it's, a
0: not meal, without, bucks. it's not the same it's not the same without Bogdan. But at the same time,
2: Okay, here at the same time, okay, I get it. Bogdanovich really wanted him on the team, was more excited about getting him than Drew Holiday. I mean, like, I appreciate Holiday. What are you laughing at, Ray?
0: What are you laughing My at, Ray? Boy just like, just tripped over some boxes over here and tried to play it uh, off like it was cool. Maybe that's why he didn't make it into the NBA. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> 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 well done. Right, that's good.
1: That's good.
2: I think, I think Bobby Portis is a really big signing to shore up the front court when Giannis isn't in there. I think that's a guy that can score and rebound. Um, you know, you still have the Lopez brothers. You still have Connaughton. You're going to have... No.
0: One of left, bro. Yeah, Robin's gone. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, he's a free agent. He hasn't signed yet, but he's... he's... I thought
1: he signed with somebody. No, I thought one of the
0: Lopez signed come with back. somebody.
2: He'll come back. There's no reason for him to leave and not play with his brother. But at the same time, you got DJ Augustine back there. You do have Corver coming back. You do have uh, Sterling Brown. You know, the other thing is, you look at the... Uh, Bryn Forbes from San Antonio, 40% three point shooter, 6'3 guard, plays really good defense. That's another huge pickup. That's the guy who's probably going to be starting at the two. So him, Holiday, Middleton, Giannis, and of course, oh, so Lopez yes, did sign I with Washington. You. Yeah,
1: I told you. The Lopez, When them Lopez's was up out of there, man. I knew, and apparently, Rob it's too signed good to be true. Bizarre. Side, I knew it was too good to be true. Sideshow side Bob
0: always goes heel.
1: <laughs> Bobby does well
0: why you think the why you think the whole team beats his ass up in the pregame
1: <laughs> if he get all types of stone Cold oh, dog,
0: he's gotten every finisher right. well, in the in the past it, thirty years we still yeah. have the all defensive um.
2: You know, first second team or Brooke Lopez and the three point splash mountain man, so. oh,
0: No, don't say those. No, stop right. saying that. Don't do dude, no. that's like saying that's those like are all saying true. former all star Jamal McGlure. Like no. He was man. second don't do that. He was
2: second man. team all defense last year, Brooke Lopez. I, I understand that that's on paper that's what happened. Career, yes. What? Huh? Huh? He's perfect for us. He plays on the outside on offense and the inside on defense. We have Giannis. He is one of the best matches for at a center that you could put together with Giannis. Percival,
1: Charles, Tunney. The best thing y'all have done this whole offseason is bring in Drew Holiday. I'm not – that gives you another guy that not only can create his own shot, but can create for others. And the best thing that comes from that is that Chris Middleton gets to fall back as the third option, which means he's going to be a lot more effective. That being said, I feel like I've seen this movie before. This feels like when the the Cavs signed Mo Williams back in the day and that's disrespectful and lebron's it's like yo if you're gonna play
2: in cleveland no, with no, no, me mo me hold on finish. no no let me no no me no no. i gotta i no, no you gotta let me finish no, no 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 just wait just wait lebron when mo williams came to cleveland said we ain't having that no more you're gonna have to shave your shoulders when you're out
1: here on the floor with me i'm not that's funny uh, yeah i'm not shitting on drew holiday drew holiday is exponentially better than mo williams Drew Holiday is a, a all star caliber point guard and he just kinda gets lost in the sauce because there's so many talented lead guards out here in the league. But what I what I'm saying by that, just real quick, what I mean by that and why I think I'm seeing I'm having Groundhog's Day right now is you're you're you arguably have the best player in the league. And you're doing everything you can to try to make sure that he stays in this small market town. And you bring in a guy that you think is going to help. And you're going to watch this team every single night. And you're going to say, oh, yeah, Drew does make a difference. And you're going to look at these other guys that are around him. And you're going to see them play well every now and again. And you'll be like, okay, yeah, I see them. And they're talented and this and that. But ultimately, you're going to come up short. And he's going to leave. I've been here. I know that. I thought uh, Sasha Palovich was going to be a fucking somebody. Like I've been here before, man. I've you're, been you're here. Comparing the, where you're at?
2: You're comparing the the what? Hawks with the Bucks? You're crazy. Oh, well, the Cavs. The Haw- oh, I'm you're talking ca- about the oh, sorry, the Cavs.
0: The Cavs. Well, the Cavs suck. They had LeBron James. That's it. They're the teams are a lot more similar than you think. That's what I'm saying. Thank although, you, Ray. Although man. the Bucks are exponentially more talented than like them, oh seven, oh eight, Cavs were. Like they 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 <laughs> rock about the same. No, I'm talking about, like,
1: the '09, 9 like, the the teams where they got Moe and right before he left, and then they tried to get uh, dusted off Shaq. No, or- booby, no, not
0: even booby close. Booby Gibson. Yeah. Shoot it, Booby, shoot it. This team's way <laughs>
2: deeper than that and has been for a while.
0: It just can't win in the playoffs that's,
1: for some reason. That's what I thought, too, sir. That's what I thought, too.
0: So, okay, I got a question for y'all. If I if I could bring it back to a, to a, a more pointed, like, macro basketball discussion. No, 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 no. That's been our show, guys. We'll see y'all later. <laughs> I'm kidding, man. Please <laughs> um, I think we all can agree that the Lakers have destroyed and killed free agency so far. Yes. Who do you think, if you take the Lakers out of the discussion, has had the best free agents uh free agency so far? And I'm now mind you, I'm not counting just free agency, I'm counting all of off season. The draft, trades, free agency, all of that. My pick is Atlanta well Phoenix is my pick but Atlanta I think has had a great off season. because I, I really think
1: Milwaukee had a, a great offseason I would probably go Phoenix because I think that Chris Paul pick guarantees y'all a playoff spot
0: and I'm Jay pick. Crowder
1: and Jay Crowder I think that Boston's had a good free agent uh season as well and it, it kind of goes to why you think Atlanta had a good free agent season. It's a addition by subtraction cuz I think getting Hayward out of there I I, I think that better. Atlanta
0: ain't lose nobody? No, no, I'm talking about Boston. Oh, yeah. Because got you. Got you. Got you.
1: Hayward okay. got about it. I think that's addition by subtraction.
0: Um and they got Tristan Thompson, so they finally got a center for once.
1: And they got Tristan Th- I don't know how much Tristan got left, but he's a guy that can run. Yeah,
0: and- all he need to do is get rebounds and, and put his hands up. That's all he got to do.
1: Yeah, he can run and jump, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's a good thing for them. Um, but, but think about this.
0: Atlanta signed Rajon Rondo. Atlanta's still got Clint Capella. He ain't played with him yet At, since, you know, because the trade last year. They signed um, another Nice player, but they signed Bogdan Bogdanovich, the guy that was initially traded to Milwaukee to offer sheet because he's restricted. So if Sacramento chooses to keep him, then he goes back to Sacramento. If he doesn't, they get a top tier forward. And they were already deep to begin with. They just didn't, they weren't top heavy, but they were deep. Like, so I think Atlanta really has es- escalated themselves to a one of the top teams in the in the East.
1: It, it depends on how you feel about Trey Young, because I like Trey Young. He's That's super a exciting.
0: That's a good point. But
1: I, I kind of see him as a good guy on a bad team type of guy on the uh, Shabir Abdul Rahim side of Agreed. the game. You know yeah. what I mean? Well,
2: and one Menorah thing King. one thing everybody knows about Trey Young is that he accessorizes with a
0: sloth. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Croods. Hey, but my boy pointed out something to me I had to think about. Kobe was that man's mentor and when Kobe died, something clicked in his brain and he played altogether different the last half of the season. Maybe that was the push he needed because if we remember, the first four or five years of Steph Curry's career, Steph was just a shooter who almost got traded instead of Ellis. So maybe.
1: But that's more Mark Jackson as opposed to uh, Steph Curry. Mark Jackson
0: is the Mark Jackson really, Steph Curry and Draymond Green got their push.
1: The no, Mark Jackson is the reason they know how to play defense, but his an, his offensive sets were antiquated for this new NBA. You know, he was ch- sure. still trying to run them New York Knicks nineteen ninety five offensive sets.
0: Sure, and the real reason Steph Curry is bothered right now is because yeah. he
1: doesn't play like he's no
2: more. Mark Jackson and Rolando <laughs> Blackman are the reason you can't fucking hand check anymore. Okay,
1: that's the R- real fucking reason. Blackman. That's no, no. Michael Jordan is the reason you can't hand check anymore because just no. like they, changed they, the stop th- the they stop hand, they
2: stop, they stop hand checking because they all they did was hand check Jordan.
0: The Pistons, Well, stop that, Mel Farmer. All right, wrap this more, up. The wrap this up. We ain't going
2: down this Lions rabbit hole. Just time. wrap it up. We ain't going down this <laughs> rabbit hole. Wrap it and up. And still, Lex, they
1: still more physical than the current Lions. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, so you 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 took the Lakers out the scenario, man. But I, I think that the Lakers have won free agency. So, Tony, I'm going to ask you the same question Ray asked me, man. If we take the Lakers out, because I think the Lakers have wrapped up their second title. If you take the Lakers out, who has won free agency? I say Phoenix. What do you say?
2: I mean, they got Chris Paul, so it, it's a year that isn't really funded with. Uh, a whole lot of gigantic free agents and a lot of people are trying to save cap space for next year in case Giannis doesn't sign and outside of Giannis there's a whole bunch of other people that are going to be available for free agency next year so I think some of the more important moves those underrated under the radar moves are still going to happen in free agency and it's going to be really interesting to see when that deadline comes along for people especially Giannis signing those max and Supermax deals so looking forward to that as we approach the December 22nd kickoff of the NBA season
1: okay so before we get out of here man I'm going to ask you guys two, uh, one more question it's actually two but it's one James Harden Russell Westbrook John Wall at the start of the season where are those three gentlemen playing you want me to go first please go right ahead where,
2: where um, they're I at,
0: actually, where they're at now. Sorry, you can go second. <laughs> I actually think John Wall stays put. I think Westbrook is traded, and I think while I don't the the Knicks move, I always thought made sense for both for both parties. Um, but Harden stays put at the beginning of the season.
1: So you're saying Westbrook is going to be in uh, New York?
0: Westbrook's going to okay. be gone. I don't know where, but he's definitely gonna be gone. New York makes the most sense from from an asset standpoint if you don't want John Wall.
1: I'm just saying that was literally the question: where are those guys gonna be playing at the start of the season?
0: I'm not a what you. I'm not a damn soothsayer, <laughs> bro. What you expect <laughs> me to say? This is like flat. <laughs> like it's want me, like going it, to play 2K real quick and, and figure out where they go. No, this is, is like flat
2: trying to remember this point broad. spread. We're all
0: on these
1: podcasts, with airwaves. You
0: can't shoot your shot, motherfucker. New York. Go ahead, Tony. No, Thank I already you. went. Go
2: ahead, finish. finish the show plan, for fuck's sake. What, you got your blue solo cup? Blue solo cup. Blue solo cup.
1: They're all
0: on of back, like so I got a blue solo
2: cup. Did they have blue last week?
1: It's last actually it's, it's actually green, Military.
2: oh why did you say that? I don't want to know anything about last night. Now I know there's blue you cups. You know the
0: cup, the damn street prop? they on SmackDown.
2: I would have been surprised if it happened last night. They weren't they were they were red on Friday. Uh oh, his friend must have fell over more boxes. Is he okay? <laughs> is he okay? The Did he make it?
1: And is he okay. Eddie, is he okay? Is, is he, he okay, okay Eddie? Eddie? Eddie, is he okay? Say <laughs> Eddie, is he okay? Is he okay, Eddie? Eddie, is he okay? Eddie tell us that he's okay. <laughs> he used to play in the NN, the NN, the NNBA. I was literally talking about my cup I I wasn't saying anything about the street parkers I was literally talking about how my cup is green
2: Ray did did. Alright just close the show Ray left us that's fine He's excited about Chris Paul and he's depressed about Baltimore He's not sure (laughs) what direction he's going
1: Fair enough Again ladies and gentlemen man, If you're making the mac and cheese at your Thanksgiving Don't put eggs or any other bullshit in it If it's not crab meat or lobster meat Don't do it uh, you all can find me on Twitter at the real C Plat, but more importantly, make sure you all go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash chair and pick up an official Chairshot T-shirt. We literally have something for everybody. We've got Save Tag Team Wrestling hashtag Journalism. That doesn't just extend to wrestling, you know. You could talk about the the dearth of journalism in the sports world, in the Political world and the political realm, like journalism, is at an all-time low at this particular point in time. It is what it is. We've got G's did the job, which is the reason for the season, and many, many other cool-ass designs. I've said it before. I'm gonna say it again. If you appreciate the content we provide here at the Chairshot.com day in and day out, the best way to make sure we keep providing that content is by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the shot and picking up an official Chair shot T-shirt. Please and thank you. Thank you and please. Mr. Tunney. where can they find you, sir?
2: Uh, you can find me all over the chair shot four days a week, basically. Uh, let me pimp uh, the entire chair shot radio network to stay up to date with the chair shot on Twitter. Follow at Chairshot media um, bandwagon nerds, uh, three man weave pot is war DWI podcast, Greg DeMarco show hashtag Miranda show. We got Steve cook. We got Steven Mitchell. We got the outsider's edge. Uh, we got the Five Rounds podcast. Who, who else am I missing? We got Women's Talk Wrestling podcast. Um,
1: yes, there's uh, just Badlands, Badlands, outsiders. yeah.
2: I, I hit all those and, and and many many more. I've said it once, I'll say it again. Sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. Head on over to Chairshot dot com. There's something for everybody. All you have to do is use your head.
1: I feel like I've been banned from all chair shot podcasts that don't involve PC Tunny, but that's neither here nor there. That's Mr. not true. told yes. me he Reached out to you.
0: That's, that's not true.
1: I, I did. It was just. It was just too late, and I wasn't able to make it. But that's not true. You're absolutely right. That's true. But the rest <laughs> of
0: them, you're probably right.
1: Yeah. But shout out to Kyle. Yeah. Shout out to Kyle. Shout out to Carl. They did reach out to me, man, try to get me on Outsider's Edge, which. If y'all tune in to Potters War this week, I'm going to give my whole thoughts on that Cody Rhodes, that dude situation. I'm going to give all my thoughts. And quite frankly, you probably aren't going to like what I have to say. But I have to tune in live. You're probably not going to like what I got to say about that. But Mr. Cash, man, let the good folks know where they can find you, sir, and everything you got going on.
0: Uh, yeah, at it's Ray Cash R-A-Y as in Mysterio C-A-S-H as in dollars. Uh, of course, we uh, outside of C-S we're actually using the Twitter now, so that's a thing that's new. And uh, yeah, man, shout out to bandwagon nerds, you know, they've they've brought me in, and and I'm a young padwan, but uh, they're trying to they're trying to treat me well, so yeah, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm in these chair shot streets,
1: yeah. I clearly wasn't nerdy enough, and I'm I'm throwing shade that's
0: not it look there's a there's a quota sir and i got there first <laughs> Bob, what are you talking it's about wait wait, first. no 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 you man did you were you no, not no no you're you... the new black.
1: you're the new black mr cash okay i was the original you're the new black <laughs> it's like you stole my team now you stole my spot god damn it i just want to
2: tell you <laughs> Platt, my that, white
0: people Platt,
2: i just want to tell you not only was ray on the show yesterday but rob was as well
0: it, 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 it was a little contentious. God damn it. <laughs> Y'all still about white people. <laughs> That's no white people to for all of us, bro. Clearly, it's not. <laughs> Y'all chose to steal mine. Go get your own. God damn it. Get your own. I'm about to steal Tony from you, too. <laughs> it's working. It's coming. It's coming. It's the
1: next thing you know. DWI featuring Ray Cash. I'm like, what the
0: fuck, G? A winner is you with DPP and Ray Cash. I'm taking them all, bro. <laughs> hey man, hottest war with 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 Andrew Bellas and Ray Cash. I'm taking everything.
1: Oh Platt, you don't have to be on this week. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey man seriously hey everybody under the sound of my voice man everybody have a happy thanksgiving whether you're with your family or you're not with your family please try to make it as great as you can R.I.P. Geraldine White lovely woman rest in power seriously all jokes aside thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of three man weave everybody have a happy thanksgiving keep that shit out the mac and cheese for the commission. Mr. PC Tunney, for my brother Way Cash. PC's my brother too, man, so I shouldn't say it like that. But I'm Mr. Velvet Pipe's Christopher Platt. Thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of Three Man Weave. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Holidays. We'll see you next week, God willing. Saint Platt time, Saint Platt channel. Until then, Shalom.
0: They want to hear the Thanksgiving song! Alright.
2: All right. This is, uh... This is a Thanksgiving song. I hope you enjoy it. Love to eat turkey.
0: (laughs) Love to eat uh, turkey. I love you. (laughs) Love to eat turkey. Cause it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should. Cause it's turkey to eat.
2: So good. That
0: clapping's messing my head up, man. I appreciate it. But I was was trying to think of the next line,
2: I'm like, all I hear is clapping. Here we go. Thanks anyways.
0: Turkey for me turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie
2: with Betty
1: Gray. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.